We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make sense! Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at in the Key Studios. John Truckery Show live on this Tuesday evening. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Truck Wars gets first quest. A little Johnny Taylor to get us going here. Good mid-70s disco song. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Don't forget, 1040. We got Rankum coming up, so we need your list. Uh, Odyssey app site, catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I'm at JMSH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Hey, football's back. Check out the new podcast, Cash the Ticket, to help you bet smarter on pro and college games. Hosted by Mike Valenti and Jim Costa. Uh, the, uh, the Cash the Ticket podcast comes out for free on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast from, every Thursday and Friday. So check all of that out. Braves right now are stinking it up. They're down 3-2. Ask me, Dylan, what they are with runners in scoring position tonight. What are the Braves with runners in scoring position tonight? Two for 12. Oof. Is that good? Nah, it's pretty stinky. Yeah, not real good. Max Fried pitched five innings, gave up two earned runs on seven hits, three strikeouts. Uh, It's been Jackson, Matzik, and Yates since then. So um, Rockies are up right now as we're in the top of the eighth inning. Michael Harris has a stolen base in the game tonight. Do you know he's 16 for 16 in steals this year? 16 for 16 in steals this year. He's been fantastic on the base pass. Grossman has a steal tonight. He's got five stolen bases. Uh, Grissom has another steal. He's got three stolen bases on the year. I love it when the I love it when the uh, Braves get the running game uh, going out there. And uh, let's see what Kirby Yates uh, is in right now. Oh, look at that. He's giving up a base runner, huh? Hmm. Remember the other night, somebody tried to tell me about how Kirby Yates is going to play uh, pitch in high leverage situations come playoff time. I hope not. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to. No, I don't want to see him at all. I got plenty of other guys. Uh, give me Luke Jackson before I'll take Kirby Yates. Oh, most in definitely. In a high leverage situation. Give me Iglesias. Give me Tyler Maxick. I mean, there are plenty of other guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take just about AJ. anybody. Yeah, I'll take just about anybody. I'll take Colin McHugh before I'll take yeah. before I'll take Kirby Yates. I don't want to see Kirby Yates in a high leverage situation. Somebody tried to tell, oh no, he's got yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what his ER ask me what Kirby Yates' ERA is. he's got two outs here in this inning. You know what that brought his ERA down to? What is it? Seven seventy one. Wow. 
It you, was and you said nine. it brought it down. Yeah, because he's got no runs given up. It was nine going into the game. Nine. You rather see Kirby Yates or Jesse Chavez? I'd rather see Kirby Smart. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather see former UNC quarterback and did he spend a minute here? Tyler Yates. You remember Tyler Yates? Oh, TJ Yates. Or TJ Yates. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep, he was he, here for a little bit. Yeah, he was here, right? I'd rather see TJ Yates come in in a high leverage situation or Kirby Smart or anybody. I'd rather see guys. you. Whew. Man, unbelievable. Anyway, all right, 10-4, we got Rankum. Let's uh, let's get to some college football roundup. <laughs> For the College Football Roundup, a complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Obviously, we got some uh, big games coming up this weekend. Um, Let's start. We talked a little bit earlier with Matt Marshall about um, where this Georgia Tech uh, team is right now. Look, this matchup on Monday against Clemson, can Tech find some offense? Clemson may have the best defensive front in the country, and obviously they're going to have to stay healthy. A lot of those guys... Got beat up, banged up last year. Thanks, stay healthy. Brissy came in last year as the preseason pick for ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Can Sims find enough offense? Get the ball in Malachi Carter's hands. Can they run it at least respectable against Clemson's defense? I don't know if they can or not. I, I really don't. I, I don't know if they. I don't know if they can do enough. I know they played Clemson tough last year, and I understand that. And Clemson had all kinds of problems. Clemson's out to knock some people around this year. Dabo's heard a lot of smack this year from people talking about his programs down. They're not the same Clemson, this, than the other. I think Tech's in a bad spot come Monday. And can Tech's defense create a turnover or two to help their offense out? Because to me, if they're going to keep this thing close, they're going to have to find a turnover or two out of Clemson. And their defense is going to have to help them out. Because I don't think offensively, I don't think they can move the ball enough against Clemson to try to score enough points. And I don't know if they can throw it well enough. I don't know if they can run it well enough. So if they can shorten up their field with Clemson, maybe that gives them a better shot. But you're going to have to probably get a turnover or two out of them. I don't know what the line is in this game, but I don't feel real good about Tech coming up uh, in this game. Uh, Also, too, this weekend, we've got Oregon and Georgia. I think Georgia's going to lay a a can of whoop-you-know-what on them. Can we say arse? Whoop-arse? We can say that uh, at least uh, out there. So, it does look like Bo Nix is probably going to be the starting quarterback on Saturday for Oregon, but I still don't see how their offense is going to move against Georgia. Even if Georgia, let's say Georgia has a big regression. Last year, they gave up 10 points per game, okay? Let's say you move that number up to 17 points a game. Add a touchdown a game onto their scoring, okay? Last year, that would have still been the third best in the country, 17 points a game. And that was a and I don't think Oregon can find enough offense out there. I'm going to be curious to see. The thing I want to see about Georgia's offense this year is if they start to open some things up with Stetson back there. They've got a lot of offensive personnel. Does Munkin and Kirby open this up a little bit? Do you put more trust and faith in Stetson 
to make plays for you. You know, I want to see their offense go out and win them some games this year. They didn't need their offense to win games last year. They needed their offense to just be good enough and not put them in bad positions, right? Their defense was so good. But I want to see their offense make some plays and help them win some games. Look, they averaged 38 points a game last year, and they steamrolled through the SEC. I think they're almost a – I saw – I think the line in this game actually went up. I think it went up to like 19 and a half or something like that. Let me see if this thing has the uh, the line uh, on it. No, this, this one says 17 on there. Can I tell you, I'll take Georgia in that game. I'll take Georgia in 17. I don't think Oregon's going to come across the country here and fool Georgia and – Oh, that's great. They got Dan Lanning and Bo Nix, and those guys have, obviously, Dan being the coach here last year, right? Bo Nix has played Georgia before. All that isn't going to matter. You know, Oregon lost some big pieces off their defense. I want to see Georgia open this thing up a little bit, right? Um, they've got some, you know, they've got some good defensive players. You know, they got Georgia, or, uh, Oregon's got some good defensive players along their defensive line, but you're replacing Thibodeau. You don't just replace guys like that at an Oregon. And I want to see Georgia with that really good offensive line. I want to see them open up this offense a little bit. I want to see I want them to put on a little bit of a showcase on Saturday. So I think Georgia wins and I think Georgia covers um, in the game, by the way. So we'll see what that what happens. All right, more fallout from this crazy situation over the weekend with um uh obviously with Florida, Florida AM. Right? And the situation playing North Carolina, all the academic issues and such like that. So they put together a letter that the FAMU team has written a letter to the FAMU president, Dr. Larry Robinson, addressing their issues within the university structure that have not been adequately resolved. And the football team has signed off on all of this. This is going to be a crazy situation. After 26 players were ruled ineligible in the game against North Carolina. And in fact, they they went in that game with seven offensive linemen. 88 players have signed this letter. It was obtained by Allison Posey of WTXL ABC 27. And they lay out a list of issues that they want resolved out there. From timely financial aid payments academic support and compliance, summer school housing and meals. Oh, wait a second. I thought they're, they're scholarship athletes. I thought they get all that stuff already. Oh, they don't always get Oh, okay. Quote, it was very damaging to the morale of our football team to read on various media outlets that 26 FAMU players were ruled ineligible. The narrative implies that we are not performing in the classroom. In fact, that couldn't be further from the truth. The issue at hand is not academic performance but procedural issues within the registrar's office, compliance department, and academic advisement. And they traveled and and they went to play. Um, Crazy, man. That that was was a crazy situation. Because it was 20 to start on Saturday morning, then it got up to as much as 26 out there. But they have put a letter together saying that that they want some answers from uh, from the president. Are they going to get it? Probably not. Probably not at the end of the day. Michigan uh, and Jim Harbaugh are saying that they are going to start dual quarterbacks in the season. So they are going to have um, Cade McNamara is going to start 
in their opener against Colorado State. And then J.J. McCarthy is going to make the start the next week against Hawaii. And both quarterbacks will play in both games. But, and here's the quote from Harbaugh. See if you can make sense of all this. No person that's biblical, no person knows what the future holds. It's a process, and it's going to be based on performance. But we're not going to withhold any good thing. Both have been tremendous quarterbacks. We think that both are capable of leading our team to a championship. Okay. Um, Harbaugh also said some people have asked, how did you come to that decision? Was it based on some kind of NFL model? No, it's really based biblical. Solomon, he was known to be a pretty wise person. Has Jim Harbaugh been talking to Jesus? Has he been talking to <sighs> Kanye West? He got some Jesus from Kanye West, Chuck. He's been talking to Jesus. I mean, this is almost as bad as somebody not knowing any movies from the 80s. But anyway. <laughs> All right, when we come back, thoughts on the 53-man roster up next. Chuck from the Key Studios. Sports right now to the game, Odyssey.com app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to more John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back in on the John Chuckery Show. Hey, all your NFL news that you need is on the Odyssey podcast, First in Pod. Danny Parkins and uh, Andrew Filipponi, they bring you the latest takes from the NFL. Uh, first episode is going to drop Thursday, September 1st. Follow First and Pod and get it for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line if you want to be a part of the show. Odyssey app how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media at 9 to on the game at JMCH316 on Twitter. Don't forget, we got Rankum coming up here in 20 minutes from right now. So we'll take your uh, list for all of that. Um, 
did enjoy. We got, um, we got, uh, let's see here. Dylan, we got uh, Dr. Ed out in Villarica texting in. And he's got his playoff teams. Bama 1, Ohio State 2, Southern Cal 3, Clemson by four, and Clemson 4. He's got Southern Cal beating Alabama. And he's got, um, oh, no, sorry. He's got uh, Bama, Bama wins by, Bama wins by 10, Clemson and USC by by 10. I can't, I'm not sure if I can understand. Because he's got on here, USC beats Alabama by one. And then he got Bama wins by 10. So I'm confused on what it is. But I think he's got Bama. Maybe a typo. Yeah. I think he's got Bama, Ohio State, Southern Cal, and Clemson. Because I'm assuming USC for him is the fight in Wendy, Lauren, and Alexis. <laughs> yeah. Not the, not the. Did you see, by the way, too? Can we say this on air? That they want to name the mascot, the cock commander in South Carolina? Yeah, we can say that. But, okay. But, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I. That's an interesting name. I, whatever it takes, man. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, but I'm assuming he means. The University of Southern California, the fight in Wendy. Yeah, Warren I don't think Alexis. he's talking about South Carolina. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think he thinks that South Carolina is going to get in because I don't think the SEC is going to get South Carolina and Alabama in. But you never know. Listen, uh, so stranger things have happened. Yes, and look, Lincoln Riley could bring Southern Cal uh, up there. So, speaking of uh, hopes and dreams, the Atlanta Falcons got to their fifty-three man roster. Some of the guys that were cut to today uh, of note: Justin Schaefer, Keyshawn Johnson, Cameron Batson. Stanley Berryhill, Kadri Allison, Dorian Etheridge, Kiewitkowski, Abdullah Anderson, Colby Gossett, Michael Pruitt, Caleb Huntley, Anthony Fersker, uh, Frank Darby, um, Tyler Vrabel, and Tucker Fisk. Now, look, some of these guys are going to end up, uh, Tease Tabor, by the way, and Derek Tangelo. Now, some of these guys are going to end up on the practice squad, right? They got to get through waivers, and then they're going to fill out the practice squad of 16 guys now. Right? So they're going to have all of that. As far as the 53-man roster, it's about where I figured. I'm I'm more surprised that both Mayfield and um uh oh god, not Marlon Davidson. I'm I'm a little bit surprised that both of those guys made the roster. That they made the 53. So you know, again, it is what it is. I thought one of those guys would get an injury settlement and they'd move on or whatever. They certainly are going to be active, I do believe, when we get here a little bit later on in this week, right? Get everybody through waivers and all that kind of stuff, and then you can start to fill out your roster. Get your practice squad filled out, and then you start filling out your roster, making moves and stuff like that. I do think they're going to bring several guys in over the, you know, as we head toward the weekend, bring several guys in, see what they have, and then get ready for starting Monday of game week, right? and get some guys in the mix and things like that. But by and large, not really all that surprising of what the roster is. A little bit surprised maybe that Felipe Franks made the 53. And look, the other thing they're going to have to do, and I'm 100% convinced that now, and you know, talking to D-Led, he agrees with me too, they have to go out and find a quarterback to stash on their roster. Because if Felipe, Felipe Franks right now is a full-time tight end. If he made the 53-man roster, he made it because he's a tight end now. And you're going to have to find a quarterback to stash and dash on your practice squad in case one of your guys goes down. You got somebody to back him up because they're not going to play Felipe Franks at quarterback. He didn't make this roster as quarterback. He didn't play well at quarterback. He didn't get time at quarterback. I get all that. 
that's why they're going to go find themselves a quarterback. But as far as finding some guys to help them out, I do believe that they are going to look at offensive and defensive line and add to that. And we still don't know what the starting center position is going to be. They did get rid of their other center that they had on the roster, that Newzill or whatever. He's gone. So it's going to be it's going to be Hennessy and Dolman that are going to ride, which is fine. I get all that. I, I understand that. That's your that's your two main centers that are out there. But we don't have a clarification on who's going to start come week one, right? That battle I told you is going to go all the way. I think till I think that battle is going to go to Wednesday or Thursday of next week before we're going to have more clarification. Once they get on the field and start prepping and they start running with the ones and things like that, then we'll have a little bit better idea. But also, too, I mean, we're about to get into where practices are not going to be open. A lot of these sessions are not open to the media or anything like that. So we're going to get to where, you know, you may they may not they may not put out. I wouldn't be surprised if their first depth chart they put out next week lists both guys again as or right Dolman or Hennessy. Now again. You know, the thing about the preseason, and I'll, I'll say again, I don't know what our offensive line is going to look like. I know four of the starters. I don't know who's going to start at center, and I don't know if we're going to be better. You would think by attrition and swapping out, if nothing else, Mayfield for Wilkinson, which is not a huge upgrade, but anybody who's not the worst interior offensive lineman in the NFL is an upgrade over what Jalen Mayfield is. Your center spot's probably going to be about the same Maybe a little bit better just because those guys may be a little bit better with another year under their belt. But I just don't know what we have on this offensive line. I don't know what this group is. And obviously, you know, we've talked about we're going to see every top flight pass right. It'll start with Cam Jordan, start off week one against the New Orleans Saints. The wide receiver group to me, I, I don't know. London, Hodge, Edwards, Bird. Bernhardt, I love the Bernhardt story, right? I love the fact that here's the best lacrosse player in America. He's now our Jim Brown, right? He's our version of Jim Brown. Best lacrosse player in America comes in and makes a 53-man roster. Now, could he have done that somewhere else? I don't know. Because this is a real hodgepodge, right? Zacchaeus, London, Hodge, Edwards, Bird, Bernhardt, right? That ain't Ridley, Julio, Sanu, Roddy, Harry. That ain't that group, huh? It looks a lot different in our wide receiver room nowadays, and it's kind of a jumbled mess. And you heard D-Led say, you know, and I have my – listen, everybody keeps trying to sell me on don't be concerned about Drake London. Then why isn't he practicing multiple weeks now? Dylan, look up the date of the Falcons' first preseason game for me, if you would, please. The, the, the date of the Lions game. What day did they play the, the Detroit Lions? Was that the 12th that they played the Lions? Look up what date that preseason game was. Because we haven't seen Drake London other than stand around and walk around. Okay, so August 12th. What's today? Today is August 30th. Okay. So that's 18 days yeah. since he's taken a snap. Right. And not game action, even a practice snap. 18 days, and we haven't even seen a practice snap out of all of it. So, I look, I certainly hope he's ready to go next week because you need all your weapons on the field and not just your tight ends and things like that. Because I got news for you. If, if for some reason London can't play, 
they'll take away Kyle Pitts. They'll find a way to take away Kyle Pitts in all of this. So, you know, again, the tight end room's a little bit interesting. Pitts we knew. Hesse, Franks I'm a little bit surprised at. I'm a little bit surprised at, at John Fitzpatrick, but had a chance to talk to him. I interviewed him at, at training camp. Maybe I put the good luck for Noinks uh, on him. Maybe the coaches saw me talking to him and said, well, we got to keep him now. Chuck, we talked to him. No, I mean, obviously, you know, he's he's got to be part of the team, right? They got the Odyssey app on too now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know Coach is listening in and, and all that uh, that kind of stuff. The running backs pretty well sorted themselves out, right? Like that group of guys sorted themselves out because we knew, obviously, Keith Smith going to be the fullback. We obviously knew that Avery Williams was going to be in the running back room because, you know, he's their punt and kick returner. So we knew that pretty easily. And we knew Algier because they drafted him, obviously Patterson. So really it was just a matter of Allison, who I think they'll give a practice squad chance at again. Caleb Huntley, I think, is going to be on the practice squad as well. So the numbers worked out pretty easily that Damian Williams is the other. And, and here's the thing now. I'm going to be very curious to see what kind of run they give Damian Williams. I'm going to be very curious to see how much they mix him in. Because Patterson's going to be your RB1. You would figure that Tyler Algier is your RB2, and he's going to get in the mix. But I do think that Damian Williams is going to be more than just a reserve running back. I think he's going to get runs and carries too. I think they're going to mix him in the offense because they obviously want to be a more power running a more run-heavy, run-first type of offense now. And so you're going to need probably more than, to be honest with you, Patterson and Algier, one guy being a rookie that's not had, you know, obviously the carries in the NFL. Patterson's not a guy who can run it 250 times. Not going to ask him to run it for 250. So you're going to need multiples of backs. And let's see what Williams can do. I mean, 5'11", 221, I mean, he's, you know, physically he's got – a lot, and he's been around in the league for quite a while now, right? He's this is his this is his uh, what eighth year in the NFL out of Oklahoma, so he's been around. But that position pretty well sorted itself out. The outside linebackers was pretty easy as well. Ogundeji, Malone, Eba Katie, Lorenzo Carter, those guys were pretty easy. Quinton Bell, um, I do like the fact that D. Alford made the team again. Another guy who. Like Bernhardt, when they asked him to make plays, he went out and made plays. I think Bernhardt was the guy that everybody was rooting for, right? Your corners are pretty set. Terrell, Oliver Hayward, Darren Hall, Mike Ford, D. Alford. Part of Darren Hall being here, they drafted him last year. Mike Ford, I thought, played really well in the preseason. I thought he did a lot of good things as well. D. Alford, of course, you know, another guy that when he got a chance to get on the field in the preseason, he maximized his minutes, right? He went out there and made plays. I thought for sure Tease Tabor would have made this 53-man roster. And again, they may put some guys on IR when all is said and done, which will open up a roster spot or two. But you have to figure that the Falcons are going to be pretty active. And I think think D-Led said, I think the Falcons have the number four waiver wire. Why does that matter? Because if there's a player that they like, it only has to fall past three teams for them to be able to pick him up, right? Picking up a guy off waivers and has got clear waivers. I think the Falcons are fourth, I believe, in the waiver wire. I may be wrong about that, but I thought that's what D-Led had said before, that they were fourth on the waiver wire. They're high up on the waiver wire. I know that. So that's a good thing just from the sense of, okay, if there is a guy that you want, you have the ability to be able to go get him 
and a lot of other teams won't have a shot to kind of scarf him up. So I'm going to be interested to see what the practice squad looks like. I think they're going to add a quarterback to that group as well. I think I think a lot of the guys that were just on the bubble, right, Schaefer and some of these other guys, I think they're going to get their shot on that. You know, Huntley and Allison. I think all of those guys are going to make the practice squad, especially with the expanded practice squad. I think all those guys are going to make it. Now what I want to see is do they go out and try to find somebody to either compete for a starting job or in the rotational mix of defensive or offensive line? We'll see. I mean, we get ready for game week coming up on Monday. So, you know, they're going to do some practice in the rest of this week, take the weekend off, and then regroup on Monday. Tuesday's off, and then Wednesday is game plan for the Saints. And that game will be September 11th here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. All right, when we come back, rank them. You can hit us up at 404-741-0929 or on our uh, Twitter pages at JMSH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. Seen some already coming in on the Twitter page. We'll do that next. Chuck Green Key Studios. Sports right now to the game. Odyssey.com map. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game back at the John Chuckery Show. I guess we're not doing the Brown and Local Music Hour anymore. Okay. Um, do you know who – do you know on Twitter, Dylan, you sometimes you get like a news – like something like they, they hit you with like a thing on your notifications that's like a, a news story, like news for you? Yeah. Do you ever get one of those? Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. Can I ask a dumb question? There are just, no dumb questions. I just got a. I just got one of those. It's like a. It's like a blue, um, lightning bolt. Yeah. Symbol. Yeah. Okay. And it says Happy Birthday, Yvonne Shankar Raja. Who is that? That's exactly what I'm asking. Who <laughs> in? And the, why did that pop up on your? His first news name is for you. His first name is Y U V A N. Second name is S H A N K A R. Last name R A J A. Who in the frick is that? He's got three million followers, but who in the frick is Yuvan Shankar Raja? And why am I getting a notification to wish him a happy birthday? Why the f would I care about this person? Honestly, if they had popped up a thing that said, wish Freaky a happy birthday, I probably wouldn't have texted him, let alone Yuvan Shankar Raja. And I've got Freaky's the number. Freaky? Yeah, him. I've got his phone number. <sighs> All right. Used to have a little fun on the weekends. Pick Randy's brain, pick Hugh's brain. 
Sometimes I give them a list of things to put in order. We decided to see, steal this segment. We call it Rank Them. Th- this whole show yeah. has been, like, <laughs> off the rails. Like, there are there are so many weird things that have gone on tonight. You know, it's... So many weird things. It's been a... It's not a, it's not a Freaky Friday, because it's not Friday. I... Not a terrific Tuesday. I can't think of a maybe a tweaking Tuesday. It's been a tweaking uh, it, Tuesday. It's, it's been a it's been a twanged out Tuesday. A twanged out Tuesday. Because that's what it's been so far. The Braves, by the way, are stinking it up. Yep. They are two for thirteen with mm. runners in scoring position tonight against the pawn scum. Uh, the Rockies are nineteen and forty two on the road, and you can't put up two over two runs against them so far. Has not, <sighs> it's not been good. But we got, we got one morning left. So hopefully, you know, Dylan holds it here, and we, we, uh, we, we can get this little rally going. Happy birthday, Yuvan Shakar Raja. <laughs> the hell? <sighs> God. New, news for you, Chuck. Yes. Yeah. You know, news for me. All right. It's news for you, man. <sighs> all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's try to think about something relaxing, Chuck. Let's think about the beach, since it is National Beach Day. Mm-hmm. Your favorite beach activity. By the way, Bret Hart and uh-huh. Shawn Michaels are both trending right now on Twitter. That's crazy. Did I not tell you? You did. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so favorite beach activity. Laying out in the sun. That's one. I Ch- can tell you. Ain't nothing I like better than laying out. I do. Like, there you go. Soaking up race. I can promise you that's number one. Chilling in the shallow water, you know, just kind of treading water, yeah. you know, chilling in the shallow water. Throwing around the Frisbee or the football or boogie boarding? Um, shallow water, too. Uh-huh. Boogie boarding because I'm not boogie and I'm just going to board for a little bit. <laughs> and the last thing I want to do at the beach is throw a ball around and goof that all up. No You don't thanks. like throwing around the Frisbee? No. Make some diving I, catches in the sand? When I'm at the, the beach, sand? I want to relax. I don't want to. This isn't. This isn't Top Gun or Point Break, <laughs> and a football game breaks out. Do you know either one of those references? I know Top Gun. I haven't seen the movie, but I know of the movie. Isn't that what you were asking? Yeah, I, I just Point I Break. I've I've heard of Point Break too. That tell you, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are both trending on Twitter right now. You did. I mean, you called it soon enough. Jimmy mm-hmm. G's going to be trending. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Today is also, uh, was it National Toasted Marshmallow Day? I saw that, yes. So, rank these marshmallow eats. S'mores, just a regular toasted marshmallow over the fire. Cereal with little marshmallow pieces in it, like Lucky Charms or what have you. Or just straight up marshmallows. Uh, well, straight up marshmallow goes four because who wants yeah. to eat a straight up marshmallow? <laughs> I don't know that, why you eat a straight yeah, up marshmallow. That, that would, you know, if I was seven, I might, you know. But um, give it to me in the city. What you should have done is, is say put them in hot cocoa. Oh, um, I, know. that's a good call. I didn't think about so that. So I'll, I'll take the one in cereal one. Uh-huh. I'll take the s'more to just the regular roasted marshmallow. I can't even think of the last time I roasted marshmallows. Yeah, it's been like a minute for me. 30 years ago, maybe. <laughs> longer than that. I'm trying to think of the last time I was... Uh, the last time I hung out at a campfire, we built a fire in a fire pit for my daughter and right. her friends, and they roasted marshmallows. There you go. Uh, from the from the uh, Twitter page, Marco's got the 60s British Invasion, 70s Progressive Rock, 80s Hair Metal Bands, 90s Grunge and Alternative. Could you name me one 80s hair band? The Beatles. I'm just kidding. Uh, that would know. be your 60s British Invasion. Right. Hair band. 80s hair Ma- band. Metallica? 
probably close enough. 90s would be uh, ACDC? Yeah, I'll give you that one. Although I wouldn't consider them a hair band, but I'll, yeah. that, that's, that's, at least you didn't say like Debbie Gibson or something like that. I don't even know who that or is. Prince. Yeah. No, definitely not Prince. So I'll take the 80s hair bands because I'm a huge fan. Winger's my favorite hair band of all time. Um, I'll take the British Invasion 2. I'll take 90s grunge. That 70s progressive rock, the Ramones and Sex Pistols, that's some of the <laughs> biggest garbage crap music ever created. Ever created. I can only imagine what I, a song would, by the Sex Pistols I would like. rather listen. That's Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols. They're awful. I'd rather listen to somebody throw up on record Ew. than listen to the Sex Pistols. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather listen to a woman fart on record than to listen to the Sex Pistols. That's how bad they are. From Alvy Cohen, Xena Warrior Princess Buffy, Dr. Quinn, Allie McBeal. Well, Dr. Quinn's going last because, you know, if we wanted wussies, we'd have named our kids Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman. Uh, she goes last. Give me Xena 1. Give me Allie McBeal because I really like that Lucy Lou. And uh, give me Buffy 3. All right. Most overrated athletes during their time in Atlanta. Okay. Frank Darby, Kirby Yates, Cam Reddish, Andre Risen. Um, Cam Reddish, one. Definitely. Kirby Yates, two. No, no. Give me um, Frank Darby, two. Kirby Yates, three. And I don't think Andre Risen was overrated at all. Andre I don't Risen, think he was either. Andre Risen was a very good wide receiver in the NFL. He scored a crap ton of touchdowns. And that what, what was it that they run? Was it the – we didn't call it the K-gun. Did we call it the red gun offense here? Wasn't the Buffalo Bills, they ran the K-gun. We ran like the so, red yeah. gun. Well, the run and shoot, I guess, is what – it was the run and shoot. It was June Jones and Mouse Davis that created the run and shoot offense, and that's Andre Risen and, and um, oh, God. Um, oh, God, Michael uh, – God, my brain just went dead on the other wide receiver. But we had a, a lot of skill people. Chris Miller and all that. Oh, yeah. You know, running back there. Um, Ironhead Hayward was part of that. Mike Rogier, right? Later on, Eric Pegram. Who's the other wide receiver? Why did, why did my brain just go dead on on Michael? Um, was it Mike Haynes? Is that the other wide receiver? Mike Haynes? Why am I, why am I drawing a blank on on all that? Uh, all right, ask your next question, and I'll, I'll figure it all out. Yeah, Mike <laughs> right. Haynes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Mike Haynes and Andre Risen. Yeah. All right. First edition of College Football Game Time this Thursday, yes, sir. 7 to 11. We're excited for it. So, with that, better chance at a national title this season, Alabama, Ohio State, UGA, or Clemson? I'll be the homer and I'll take Georgia. There you go. I'll take Georgia to repeat. Homer it up. I'll take Georgia to repeat one, Bama two, Ohio State three, and Clemson four. All right. I like it. In that order. Okay, sticking to football, but at the NFL oh, let level. Me, oh, let, me, uh, let me real quick grab uh, the real Matt Ryan. Darren McFadden, Leonard Fournette, Trent Richardson, Marcus Lattimore. Trent well, Richardson was a bust. Well, I wanted – he was a bum and a half. I wanted Darren McFadden. That's who I wanted the year Matt came out. Oh, I didn't – okay. I, I wasn't I, – I didn't have Matt Ryan. I, I wanted Darren McFadden. Most people wanted Glenn Dorsey. I wanted Darren McFadden because um, – oh, God uh, – Warwick Dunn was retiring and all that and going right. to go away. That's how bad it was here in 07 is that they got Warwick Dunn to retire. But uh, I'll take McFadden 1. I'll take Fournette 2, Lattimore 3. And Trent Richardson was a – even Lattimore, with all of his injuries, 
I still like him more than Trent Richardson, who right. was the ultimate. The only two people in the country who got that, who said on draft night that Trent Richardson would be a bum were me and Jim Brown. We were the only two people in America that's told you that Trent Richardson would be a bum in the NFL. That's the only two people in the United States and world and Milky Way galaxy that told you that they would be a, he would be a bum. How Me did, and Jim Brown. Just real quick, how did you know he was going to be a bum? Because he just wasn't an NFL back. And, again, playing up in Cleveland, Ohio versus play, the kids from Florida yeah. played in the Southeastern Conference, and you're going to have him go up there and run the football in Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cincinnati? How many snow winners do you think between Florida, Alabama, and the SEC do you think that kid ever saw in his life? Zero. Okay. And he's going to play in Cleveland, (laughs) Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, huh? Not very long. (laughs) He didn't. All right. To keep uh, the football thing going, who do you think scores the most touchdowns for the Falcons this year? Cordell Patterson, Kyle Pitts, Marcus Mariota, Tyler Algier. And, and Pitt, for Marcus Mariota, we're going to say, like, rushing touchdowns. Okay, I was going to say, because if he's passing, he's going to wipe all those guys out. Yeah, um, yeah, no rushing. So, Mariota, Pitts, Algier, and who was the other one? Cordero Patterson. I'll take Patterson one, Pitts two, Algier three, and I hope Mariota finishes fourth because I don't yeah. want him killed uh, out there. Okay, last one for you, Chuck. All Earth, right. Wind, and Fire, Cool in the Gang, the Isley Brothers, or the Gap Band? Rank them. Um, you said Cool in the Gang, Isley Brothers, and the Gap Band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, one. Uh, Isley Brothers, two. Cool in the Gang, three. Gap Band, four. There you go. Uh, Not to rank them. Very quickly. Um, uh, man, I can't. I'll have to get these after the break. Because oh, oh, Lucky Star, Borderline, Cherish, and Holiday. Um, Holiday, one. Lucky Star, two. Borderline, three. Cherish, number four. All right, wrap things up with the Love TKO next. Chuck Green, the Key Studios. Sports right now the game. Honestly, that kind of app. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. are wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show, as we always do. Getting that love TKO in before we get out of here. JR Sports Brief coming up next. Uh, bad loss. Bad loss by the Braves tonight. We'll talk about that here in just a second. Before we get out of here, though, let me let you listen to the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Braves lose tonight 3-2 on a night where they were 2-for-13 with runners in scoring position, left the bases loaded in, what, the first inning of that game tonight? They stunk it up tonight. Freed was fine. He had five innings and two earned runs. Bullpen was outstanding. They got the pitching tonight, but they could not get anything going off Urena tonight. Braves had seven hits. They stole some bases but they could not put guys across the plate. Two for 13 with runners in scoring position. So that's a bad loss because the Mets lost tonight. Mets lost tonight. So not good stuff for Atlanta right now. That's had a chance to pick up a game on the Mets tonight. And the Rockies came in at 19-42 and 42 on the road. 19-42 and 42 on the road. I mean, think about Kyle Wright himself has 16 wins on the season. The Rockies franchise has 19 road wins. 
can't go two for 13. They were bad with runners in scoring position on Sunday, too. I hope this trend doesn't come back because that's what killed them in the first part of the season. And we gave you the numbers on all of that. So got to get them tomorrow night. Got to get them tomorrow night. All right, we got to get out of here. For Dylan, it's Chuckery. United tomorrow. I'll be back with you on Thursday for college football game time. Me, Chris, and Randy. For Dylan, it's Chuckery. We'll see you. Bye. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.